0: It's now time for a quick edition of Game Pass or Pass bonus episode. We're here to talk about the most recent earth-shattering video game news, the Activision buyout of Microsoft. We had a couple requests in our text messages about how we feel about this naturally. Some of the biggest news we've had. So we're going to just do a quick little side episode here just to talk and give our response on it. I am Corey. I am joined by Basher.
1: What does it do, good sirs? We
0: both have something that is going around in the world. So I apologize if we sound a little strange and I will do our best, my best, to cut out coughs, etc. We do not we do not even live in the same state, yet we both managed to catch this thing. Oh, why Eight. am I avoiding it? We have COVID. I don't know why. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm talking I'm oh, talking about you it have as if COVID. it's COVID. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So uh, we might sound a little strange, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Just want to give that at the top of the show. Um, so yeah, so we're going to do a rest here, but no, uh, shockingly yesterday, Microsoft announced they will be purchasing Activision, which includes Activision and Blizzard IPs, Diablo, World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, Crash Bandicoot, and it has sent shockwaves. It is the biggest deal in gaming history, um, in terms of dollars and cents wise. And, um, we were talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. So, um... How do we feel? How, how do we feel about this news?
1: Uh, uh, my gut reaction is great if you have Game Pass, but uh, if you're just, uh, pers- personally speaking, as just like a gamer in general, like it's, uh, it's it, it kind of sucks in a way where it's like Microsoft is doing his Microsoft thing where this is how they became Microsoft. It gets bought, bought, bought out the little guys. But at the same time, it's like, I always kind of feel thought of gaming as a quote unquote safe space if you will for like creativity like kind of kind of like one of the the few last bastions of billion dollar business yet still creatively competitively driven markets um this kind of muddles the water a bit uh for me where it's kind of like on the one hand that's great for Business, on the other hand, it's almost Microsoft admitting. Listen, we're not we 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 can't we we can't beat the other two just in terms of games, just creatively out great output games. So like, we're just going to buy out people that make the better games, and it's a strategy, and it's probably going to work out for them.
0: Um, I I think I don't think that's a a. A bad take, but as we've sort of sat on it and and sort of some more information has come out about it, uh, to me, it, it seems the Bethesda buyout to me is more akin to that. It, it was more of they right. saw an opportunity to be like, uh, you know, they have one of the biggest RPG franchises in the world. We need RPGs. We need basically all content. They've got Doom. They've got Quake. Like, it's an opportunity to expand our, our portfolio and our assets and at the same time pick up a lot of dev talent that can help in various ways. Activision it, Activision has has been in, in a weird spot lately with all their their accusations and Bobby Kotick and sexual allegations sexual misconduct allegations and and all those other things. And at first I was like no, I don't think that played into this and then I was like well, of course that played into this. Like that was a very dumb thought to have. Um and then it sort of kind of came out that this deal only really started in October, which is really when things started ramping up for them of just like this, it wasn't going to go away. Activision was not able to basically make the problem just go away. Um, and so you've got Bobby Kodak who, who he's not going to get out of this one. Like he he's, it's going to end with his resignation and you know, the man, he, he took Activision from a company that was going bankrupt to $8 billion a year. So he, he wants his payday. He's already, he's already rich, whatever. But like, it's a that's capitalism right it's dumb uh, that's not fair i'm not here to talk about capitalism um so it kind of makes sense like they were looking for a buyer it came out that they went to facebook and said hey will you buy us like you're doing the metaverse and stuff and uh, apparently facebook didn't bite and so but microsoft did and i really think that's all it comes down to in this situation is they saw an opportunity and they took it like i don't think they were actively looking for a buyout like they the Bethesda one makes sense. Like Bethesda and Xbox have sort of always been in hand in hand. Like they, they've always had tight partnerships, you know, besides Call of Duty selling best on Xbox 360 for a long time, Activision always goes where the money is. Um, and that's where I think this is this instance is too. If Sony had the, had the capital in hand, they probably could have taken out loans and stuff, but Sony doesn't have $70 billion to spend the way Microsoft does. So I... I I personally think that's how this deal came, is that Microsoft had the money, and why not? Like, why not pick up the biggest IP in the world right now, which is Call of Duty, and that comes along with it, all these dormant IPs.
1: Which are going to stay dormant, right? I,
0: <laughs> like, I don't think so, actually. Like, I really don't.
1: Like, I, I, I really don't think I'm going to see a, a brand spanking new Spiral the Dragon come out on Xbox anytime soon.
0: This is this is also my other take on it. To where a lot of people are saying, like you know, and to their fair point, it's like this is this is bad. Consolidation is bad, and I totally agree with you. But Activision wasn't doing well. Like the reason that you know they tried another Tony Hawk, they tried to Crash Bandicoot, they did the the Spyro reboot, they did Sekiro. Like Activision as a publishing brand was doing other things. That's all gone. Like they announced that that they consolidated all of their dev teams, like Toys for Bob, etc into Call of Duty. Everybody on the Activision side was doing Call of Duty at this point. So you were never going to see Spyro. You're never going to see Crash Bandicoot. On the Blizzard side, Blizzard is a shell of what it formerly used to be. I mean, Overwatch 2 got announced and nobody really cared and it hasn't come out. Diablo 4 is looking good. Like people are excited about that one. That Diablo 2 Remaster came out that wasn't done by Blizzard. World of Warcraft is on life support. Like they're not doing well. Um, And I don't think Microsoft intended to purchase them just for Call of Duty. I think that you can, like with the Game Pass model, those IPs that struggled under Activision, like the Spyros and the crashes, I think Game Pass kind of fixes that problem of a lot of people aren't going to spend $60 on a brand new Crash game. Like they're not going to spend $60 on a brand new Spyro. People will buy those remasters that come with three games for $40, but you want them to, to then sort of put up more money for a new game. Unfortunately, it just doesn't work that way these days. Um, yeah, so, but when you throw in the Game Pass aspect of it, I think you will see those games come back. I don't think they're going to be A quality, but I think you will definitely see A games featuring Spyro and Crash.
1: Well, I think it's, I think you're half right, half wishful thinking. Because um, the best case scenario for, for all of us is that Microsoft takes those 30-odd studios they claim they purchased years ago for this console, and then they apply those studios to these Dormant IPs so that we can see these new old games come back out again. I just truly don't think that's going to happen. I I, I, I think Microsoft is going to be fairly hands-off, and I think they should be. Um uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I don't. I don't. feel like Microsoft has the greatest track record of being the best GM, if you will, uh, uh, of a uh, of a gaming team. So I, I think they should just kind of stay hands off as much as they have been for, as they will be for Bethesda. And in that scenario, I think, which I think is mo- more likely than not, in that scenario, I feel like you're still going to get your Call of Duties. You're going to get your you you're gonna get your um your overwatches your any anything that is already there that's sort of kind of selling you're still gonna get I don't think we're going to see a revival on game pass like we should however i don't I don't
0: think they can be hands off in the way that they are with Bethesda because Bethesda was already a well oiled machine unless you are talking about call of duty like that is the only product that they have reliably put out in the past, what, five, six years. So I I think when it comes to Call of Duty, I don't think anything's going to change there, especially for the next three or four years, because those those games are on a three dev cycle um, cadence to where three different major IPs. So like the deal doesn't close until next summer anyway. So those the next three or four games are already going to be in development by that time. Um, so I don't think you're going to see a change there, but... All those rest of those IPs and those dev teams, I think you have to step in and and maybe not right away. Like maybe you keep them doing the side stuff and, and the, the QA and all that stuff for um, Call of Duty. But when it comes to like the Blizzard side, like I I don't think you can just let them do what they're doing now because it's not working. Uh, whereas when you look at Bethesda, it was working like, yes, they take a long time, but it's it's a proven it's a proven, uh, method, I guess you could say it, it, it works for them. Um, but Activision's on fire. Like it, it's not working. Um, I, I agree that I don't, it's, it's not going to be right away. Like, I don't think when next summer, when this closes, I don't think you have Phil Spencer going to double fine and saying, make crash, you know, something like that. Maybe they will maybe, you know, you have something like a double fine, being able to make a crash game, something like that. Um, I think it will take time but I I don't think there's any way that this doesn't equate to them at least trying. I mean we got we got a freaking Battletoads reboot, you know? Like and I I the reason we got that I think is because of Game Pass and I think an IP like a like a Crash is just so much stronger that you can't not. Plus you get the bragging rights of now you have Crash Bandicoot.
1: You're absolutely right and and the reason I think it won't happen is because it makes so much sense. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, that, that, that's honestly the reason I think again, like that's the perfect storm of what needs to happen. Microsoft needs to step in and say, all right, we have, cause, cause again, if you go back uh, about three, four, no, about five years now, uh, they announced they bought 20 to 30, like indie studios and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, here's the thing they can do. Like is just, just put a few of these teams on a, a couple of these projects that we haven't seen in a while. And you have just possibly amazing games coming out on, on game pass that, like you said, that people wouldn't normally pay 50, 60, $70 for, uh, but I mean, time will tell. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I really think Microsoft is going to be more hands off than hands on with the occasional spyro type reboot here and there like very spread out um it's not going to be to the liking of anyone who who's looking for those dormant IPs to come back
0: yeah and i i want to like i don't think you're going to get a super mario odyssey quality spyro game out of this i mean maybe you will you never know but
1: you, I think you should, though. It was, yeah, no, like, I, you, you should.
0: Know? But I I don't think it's going to happen for the simple fact of... Uh, I take that back. I don't think it's going to happen unless, like, Game Pass has to hit, like, 40 to 50 million subs, which they did announce they hit 25 million. I think they have to hit 40 to 50... I'd say 45 to 50 million before, like, they're really going to start taking those, those big risks. Like, we are going to do a fully-fledged, you know, open-world Spyro game. And because... Game Pass mitigates a lot of that risk for them um, because they still have income coming in. And but I, I don't think they're there yet, um, although I think this this deal will definitely help them get there um, because I don't think there's any way that this the next Call of Duty, even though the deal isn't closed, does not launch on Game Pass this year. Um, I think that's 100 percent happening, but I guess only time will tell on that one. But um, I guess that's the other part of this is, um, you know, we had the similar situation or question when the Bethesda buyout happened, it was like, well, there's no way they're going to make Starfield exclusive because that look, think of all the money that they're, they're going to lose out on. And now people are trying to say that with call of duty as well. It's like, well, they have to, they can't make it exclusive because they they sell 10 to 15 million copies on, on PlayStation. And it's just like, you're not wrong, but you're, you're also thinking short term, in my opinion. Um, I think there is no way that call of duty ships on PlayStation following the buyout being complete of next year
1: oh uh in and, and at the soonest absolutely at the right. soonest um at the latest next generation like it's definitely 100% won't be so like either way it's going exclusive. like it's just a matter of time like do you want to do it once the buyout's complete like in the in the, in the ink's dry or do they want to do it at the beginning of the next generation. I mean, I think it's going to be sooner than later, personally, just because why not? Like, again, like, you're making that money back annually anyway, uh, monthly even, anyway. And on top of that, uh, not everyone who, because of the, 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 uh, I think because of the uh, console shortage, not everyone who wants a, a new system has a new system. Like, a lot of people don't. So when it comes to buying a new system, you're going to buy the, the one that has Call of Duty on it. So like, right. well, and
0: you know, the Series S is, is the other part of this equation. Like the Series S is still, a lot of people just hate that little box. And it's just like, you don't get it, man. Like, Like that is the Trojan horse because even if you are a PlayStation fan, if you buy a PlayStation to only play exclusives on it, that's bad for Sony. Like they they want you to play everything on it. And but, so with Microsoft, that's the same thing. So if you buy a, if you buy a Series X just to play Call of Duty on it, that's not good for them. But if you buy a Series X or an S and get Game Pass and give them recurring revenue on it, that is a win for them. Um, so then when you have deals like this, like the Series S, it's like even if you're a hardcore gamer or you're a casual gamer... And you can go into a store and right now they're $299, but you know, there's going to be sales and eventually it will drop in price. It's like $249 and then I have to pay $10, only $10 a month to play the newest Call of Duty plus whatever's coming out. Like it is very quickly becoming clear, which is what many people have been saying. It's like Game Pass is the long-term play here. And this is just one step further into Microsoft's strong arming and being like, look, Sony and Nintendo, you're going to have to play nice with us because we own everything like like it's it's a scary thought but it's a a true thought of if you want call of duty guess what you're now going to have to support game pass that's the only way you're going to get it like and so eventually they have to give in
1: yeah like it it might be just that too It it might get to that extreme like i've at this point i foresee game pass getting to a point where it is essentially xbox gold in a way whereas like when you buy the system you almost are going to have to have game pass right if not flat out it's stupid to not have have it it. like like (laughs) like i like right now it's stupid not to have it but i think it's going to get to a point where if you want to play anything on this system you need to have game pass like almost like like literally if you want to play it you have to have you have to buy the console and game pass and as scary as that sounds like what are you going to do (laughs) but i I mean like like if they wanted to play that game like what would you do
0: Right, it's scary, but at the same time, like they also can't force it, like 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 we like we say force it, but I mean more like the consumer is going to drive it, right? The consumer is is ultimately in charge here, because if they buy the console and they're not playing anything on it, then Microsoft's not winning, and then they're not going to buy the next console. People are buying Series S's and they're buying Series X's as well as PlayStation Five. Like the PlayStation is still winning here, like they still are selling more consoles in the competition, but like that that's not the only game that's at, at play here anymore that's not all it's about and it, the consumers did the same thing with with video and they said that they want you know Netflix took off because people buy it like it's the same thing if people keep buying game pass it's going to force Sony and Nintendo to start playing ball and Nintendo already basically is um they just you know there there's been very there's been rumors that have a lot of weight of saying like there's been talks about putting some type of game pass onto Nintendo. It, it just hasn't got there yet. Like the, the negotiations are not, they're not going bad. It just, the, the timing isn't there yet, but it's only a matter of time to where if Sony can't always ignore it, like at some point you have to play ball and you're going to have to make a deal that makes sense for you. Um, if they think they don't need it. Great. Like again, but this is you're we're talking years down the line here. Like Sony, the, Sony does not need to go into panic mode or anything like that. They're going to be fine. Their bread and butter right now is their first-party studios, and then they people are, are playing Fortnite, they're playing Warzone, they're playing these free-to-play games that are not going to go anywhere, and people and they're buying things on them. That's the goal. Um, but long-term, Microsoft has thirty-two studios now, thirty-two studios making content. Eventually, Game Pass will get to that point of it's so like every month to two months, maybe even sooner you're going to have a new game from from Microsoft and it might not be a triple A game but you're when you have 32 studios your cadence of release is going to be very frequent and that's when it starts getting to the point it's like we we can't ignore this anymore like we like we need a we want a cut of this basically so that's just my take though
1: no i agree long term play is going to be the most eye opening play i think mm, i think I think Sony has well enough up its sleeve over there to not panic mode now or even later. Uh, right? They're they're like, smart. They're very you know,
0: smart. They, they will figure it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, because because people forget a lot. It's like you said, people forget a lot about the other streams of revenue. Like, a- a- SOE is like what forty percent of the business. I think. Like, I think it's, it's even more now, but yeah, like so, like they they're, they're they're absolutely fine. It's just a matter of what kind what what will the narrative be in the next 5 to 10 years will playstation still be synonymous with gaming the way it is now and if not will sony be okay with that or will they try to try their best to fight that um, it's going to be a very interesting case but no matter what happens if you're a sony gamer you're pretty much you're still good in a way. Yeah. You know, you know, like, is this, you're not, like, because from my perspective, and I'll end on this, um, although so much has been gained, quanti- quantitative speaking, quality speaking, there's some argument there. How, like, we we know Call of Duty is, is, is a blockbuster, it sells X amount every year, no matter what. But a lot of gamers have kind of woken up and realized what's going on with other companies. Like, we thought Bethesda was huge, but when you think about it, do you really play Rage? Like, do you really play all these other... All uh, yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> uh, um, I played
0: Rage and Rage 2.
1: You did not play both those games. I didn't even I know did. there was a Rage 2 um like are, are you really hyped for dishonored 3 or something like you know like it's like and we know like if once they announce fallout it's going to be like okay wait a minute pause right we've been here before like and we know once they announce or we already they already announced it but once the new uh, elder scrolls come out you know you're going to play the you know they're going to kind of probably re-release that like, GTA re-released it. Like, Rockstar re-releases GTA. It's it, it, it's a lot of stuff to hold, but at the same time, like, is it good stuff to hold? Same thing, with the, same thing with the kind of the Activision buyout. If you're a Sony gamer, like, are you a Sony gamer because you get to also play Call of Duty? Or are you okay with that leaving? Because, like you said earlier, Activision only really has two, three games that you that 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 really knocks out the park from them every year or or guaranteed. So some pe- I saw I saw people mentioning Overwatch being a huge loss, but people play if you ask people playing Overwatch right now. They're not happy. Overwatch fans aren't happy. Yeah, they're not really they're not really stressing it. I don't um, blame them. But. Yeah, so like we like a lot like a lot of us bounced off Overwatch halfway through his life phase. Like, pretty quickly. So, I mean, like, even that's not a guaranteed hit anymore. Um, So, it's like, it's, it's nothing to really worry about. And and I find it strange also, and I want to say this. I find it strange that people are so worried about certain companies like a Sony as if they have any stake in Sony. Like, they're a company, they'll be fine. (laughs) Like, they'll be absolutely fine regardless. But... Just creatively speaking, I hope this sparks something greater in Sony and Nintendo, where it's like, okay, Microsoft has X cut of the market now. We need to step up some aspect of what we do. PlayStation needs to, I feel like this is the perfect time for PlayStation to step up and really be like, all right, let's get that Legend of Dragoon remake we've been talking about for like 70 years out finally. Like, like any, anything like that, like get it off the table like now because that's going to only to help your overall reputation.
0: Yeah, I, I'll just say quickly on, on, on the Sony thing, like I, I've always viewed Sony since the PS3 really, the end of the PS3 and into the PS4 and now the PS5, like they're they're very much an, an Apple or an HBO uh, of their they're very selective on, on what they green light and what they put their money and power behind. Um, and nine times out of 10, it works out for them. And that's how, you know, it's, that's how they, they have gotten the brand recognition of being the best right now. You know, like if you want the best games, you're going to, you're going to play them on, on PlayStation. Um, and there's some truth to that. I mean, there there's flaws to that logic as well as it's, it's like, unless every single one of those Sony games hits for you, like, you know, it's it's hard to justify it sometimes. Like if if you really liked God of War, but you don't like Horizon or Gran Turismo, there's nothing for you for the PlayStation five except maybe God of War, which doesn't have a, a definite date. So it's like that's the problem with that model. I'm someone who I'm, I'm very eclectic and most of their games hit for me. But so I, I'd like to see them branch out, branch out in that way. I want to see some more multiplayer stuff from them and I want to see them greenlight some new stuff like, you know, they're they're, they're big their big three games coming out this year grand turismo horizon and god of war those are all ips we already know which is not not a problem like horizon is is only you know it's a newer ip but my, I, my i'm more just saying that they need to keep doing what they're doing and that's what they're going to do you know like they're 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 going to keep buying smaller studios and then using them to leverage to create new ip and and do basically exactly how they got there um i don't see that PS2. as a problem
1: let's, let's let's go return to ps2 model like like, like, and like, everything like literally everything it comes through like what what game is this like I don't know what this is like I, I, I can't even know. read the name it's in like, it's in seriously. a different language like parapa rappa 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 like please yeah. do let's do it let's do it away all,
0: all, <laughs> all right that's gonna do it uh we said gonna be 20 minutes for over that so just want to give a quick that uh, shout out thanks for the text messages on that uh we got one more of the text messages but we're gonna roll that into the next episode uh if you're hearing this now I'm gonna announce that at the beginning Yeah. Try that again. Announce this at the beginning of the next episode. This will be going live at the same time, um, give or take a couple hours, um, as our new episode. This is just a bonus. So all right, you will see us next time. We're gonna be talking about Archvale.
1: Good day, sirs.